Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. Happy Friday. Good afternoon. Good lunchtime. Happy lunchtime. It is Jake here from the Running with Jake podcast. It is time for another edition of a chat around with my good friend and fellow coach Joe Wilkinson who will be joining me very very soon as soon as she connects she's probably brushing her hair right now making a coffee a cup of tea lining up the biscuits I really have no idea here she comes here she comes we have got a very interesting subject to discuss today let me see if I can let Joe in you request. Here we go. Going live with Running Joe 10K. We're going to talk about, do I have to run a marathon? Do I have to, to be classed as a proper We're going to answer that question. Joe, I'm letting you in. I hope your hair looks neat and tidy. Do you have a cup of coffee ready? <laughs> she is. I was just laughing about the brushing my hair comment. I mean, you and I are like complete opposites, aren't we? Big hair and little hair. <laughs> Well, you'll never get us confused. You will never get us confused. Now, look, it's great to see you as always, Joe. I'm going to jump straight in here. We like to be, in some respects, a little bit controversial. It's not that we like to be, but we... we like oh, boy. To, we leave no stone unturned, do we? We're, we're up for all topics of discussion. And the title yes. of this a chat around is, Do I Have to Run a Marathon? Now, I think we can probably unanim unanimously, if I can say that word, agree that no, you don't have to do a marathon to be a proper runner. But we want to talk about some of the things that people have, I think, in their mind, and, and certainly on a subconscious level as well, because I think people still have it in them that, oh, everybody's doing a marathon, my friends are doing a marathon, and <laughs> I've been running six months now, maybe I should sign up. It's crazy, isn't it, Joe? Yes, I've already messaged a few people saying, do not listen to my Instagram live today, it will be like <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> Right, let me just say, I've got to get it out there. I love the London Marathon. It's amazing. I sit there, I watch it, I've run it. Fabulous. But oh my goodness, it totally, totally skews running in the UK. It's brilliant. I love London Marathon. I'm not saying anything against it, but it does. It is the barometer by which all running is judged. And if you haven't done it, you're not a runner. And I know yeah. I, I spent years running. I ran for great britain i got gb vests and things and pe i would say people who met me for the first time would say oh we, oh you're a runner have you run the london marathon i would say no and i could see they'd be like oh not not really a proper runner then are you <laughs> so yes let's just put that out there shall we we've, we've now got losing followers by the minute Fine. We'll keep it real on a Friday. We'll keep it real. But you, you're absolutely right. There's so many other marathons out there as well. It's not all about oh, them. But you're yes. still using the M word. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so prestigious and it is a great event, you know, but you still you do get a lot of people as well, Joe, that they, they, they almost kick the backside out of it, so to speak. So they've done it so many times. Actually, I just want a bit of a break from the whole chaos of the expo under normal circumstances and just the crowds and just the volume of runners. So it's what suits the individual. And I think that's the key, isn't it, Joe? Your goal yes. is your goal. You don't have to 
run a marathon just because you feel that you should. If you want to and you're curious about the distance, then great. But actually, there's a lot of work that will you have to put in to actually get through that distance safely. And you know how hard it is running fast over much yeah. shorter distances as well, Joe. That's it. And there were, there were a couple of things I, I you know, wanted to say about this. First of all, your motivation and your sense of achievement should be defined by you. Um, so just because every other person in the UK judges you to be a proper runner by whether or not you've done the marathon, forget about that. Just because Instagram is full of people talking about how many marathons they've run, forget about that. It is your motivation and your sense of achievement that counts. And you do not need to run a marathon to have that. So that's that's just out there, you know. And then I think it is quality over quantity. Now, you know, my background is as a track runner and then moving up through the events. So maybe I am biased, but I can tell you that it is as hard to train to run the 5K, the 10K as it is to run the marathon. And it may not be, it is literally quality over quantity. So you may not be out there for hours on end doing long runs, although you still need to do a reasonable length long run to, quali- to run well in those events. But you will crawl away from some of the sessions you're doing on a 5K and a 10K to, imp- to improve your times on those events. So, you know, if you want to have this sense of achievement, if you want to feel like you've really worked hard for something, you can get that from other events too. It, you know, it is not a marathon all or nothing. Yeah, well, Fred's saying here there's so many challenges out there. And you're absolutely bang on right, Fred. And it's your challenge. I keep coming back to that. Sometimes I think, you know, at the moment, we say this a lot on these lives on a Friday. You have to get, you don't have to, but I think it helps to get creative with your training. It helps to get creative with your goals, especially at the moment, because there's not many races out there going ahead. And it's got to be important to you. It's got to resonate strongly with you. Otherwise, the wheels will come off. You won't have the motivation to get out there and put in those long runs that are necessary to complete a marathon. And as you say, it's it's so... It doesn't mean that a 5K and a 10K is easy. I mean, we all know those people where they say, and probably non-runners really, where they say, oh, 5K, you know, 5K is not that far, is it? It's not that hard. Well, it is if you're trying to break a particular time or you want to, you know, win gold at the Olympics. It's flipping tough. So it depends on your your kind of aspirations and your expectations as well. And, and I guess also how you measure challenges because you talk about, it's, you know, it is hard to run the shorter distances and run them quickly. Everything's got to line up. But in a marathon, probably one of the hardest things is actually the time that you have to spend doing it. And if you're busy spinning other plates, that is a big, a, a, a big challenge to you, just getting out there. But the actual runs themselves, a lot of it is run at a very easy effort, particularly for those first time runners that just want to build up that endurance that's sufficient to get themselves through the event. It's a risk, isn't it, to, be, to push people into these things thinking, oh, I've got to do this marathon, end up injured. I think... Yeah, and and that's what kind of, I I suppose, really upsets me as both a coach and a runner, because I think, again, people, there's there's running a marathon and just finishing the distance, okay? And, you know, that actually is is relatively doable. I'm I'm not um, denying the achievement that it takes, you know, and the effort that it takes, but it is relatively doable. But if you want to start running faster over the marathon, you need actually a really good base of training, you know, aerobic fitness and then the kind of higher levels of fitness are something that don't just come in a few weeks. It's actually can take, you know, there's studies that have shown that more than a year to develop good aerobic base. So 
I think sometimes people come straight in, want to run the marathon, try to train hard because then they want to run it in a certain time and then unfortunately end up injured as well because they've tried to do too much too soon. And, and then, you know, never really enjoy running because they're in this constant cycle of injury. So actually stepping back and taking your time before you get to run your first marathon, i.e. building a good foundation of running or heresy to some people, but not running a marathon for a year or two, you might actually find you're a better runner. And when you come back to it, you run faster because you've built a better foundation and you've built better fitness because it's really hard to put in the sessions that the kind of interval sessions and the reps where you're running at a higher intensity. It's hard to do that if you're also piling on mile after mile after mile of running because you're just too tired to do it, let alone the kind of, you know, the risk to injury, a risk of injury, sorry, and, and things like that. So yeah, you know, it, there's so much more that you can bring to your running and you can have, you can actually improve your marathon running by not running the marathon, which sounds completely contradictory. But, you know, again, it's, if you want to run 20 marathons a year or even, you know, five or, or six marathons a year, that's great. But if you want to run a good marathon, you actually have to look at running less. Why do top runners only run two or three marathons a year? because they know that they cannot run at that level and that intensity over and over again throughout the year. So even if marathons are your focus, you don't have to run them all the time either. It's, it's a stepping stone, isn't it, Joe? You know, if you're training for a 5K, 10K, half marathon or whatever, that's not wasted training for a marathon. That's giving you a lot of confidence. It's building up that foundation of fitness, as you touched on. A real nice platform for you then to step up to a marathon if you feel you want to or when you feel you are ready. I think so many people take to the marathon potentially too soon and risk not making it to the start line. I mean, I, I fall into that category. You know, the marathon was my first race. No, it was my second ever race. I did a 20 mile race before that, purely because people said, oh, Jake, do this 20 mile event. It's really good, you know, leading up to a marathon. Worked too hard <laughs> in the 20 mile, exhausted myself for the marathon. You know the story. And it is really important to have that awareness that it does take a long time to build that that marathon skill set. I see we've got Tom Craggs that's jumped on the live here. Hey, Tom. Tom's the lead endurance coach for England Athletics. And I jumped <laughs> on a webinar that he had, he delivered last week. And obviously very passionate about marathon training and coaching marathon runners and whatnot. You know, and Tom was talking about, look, if you, if you really want to, you know, smash a marathon and do as well as you can, you can't be stacking them up back to back and doing, you know, no. X amount over the year. It's that quality which we keep coming back to and, and reinforcing that. It's not easy because we get over ambitious, right, Joe? And as a runner, we think I'm feeling yeah. good. Right, do I do it now? But also, also, we kind of quite like racing as well. And that's what I sometimes say to people. If you really like racing, and you like racing a lot, then look at things like five and 10Ks, even again, if marathon is your goal, because they can really add, they bring both the training benefit, they get that kind of racing kick that we all like, um, and they will improve your pace and they will improve your fitness. And actually, if you structure your races in the run up to your marathon, you know, and I often say to people, we'll kind of almost go through it progressively. So start with some 5Ks, throw in some 10Ks, a nice half marathon, as you get closer to your marathon and then you'll be in much better shape when it comes to running the marathon and you will run better so you know they can mix it up a bit they can then just provide variety but they do provide good benefits to your training and to your fitness and ultimately to your running as well but yeah <laughs> i think there's a really Not good question here 
There's a really good question here from PGC uh, One Coaching. Hey guys, uh, saying, do you think the bigger issue is the lack of connection from races of shorter distances? For a ra from races of shorter distances with, with runners, bar the Great North Run and the Great South Run, are there any other iconic races in the UK? It's an interesting point, isn't it? And I guess it, it, it depends on the individual, I would say. I'd be intrigued to see what you think to that, guys, you know, your coaching background. But I think it does depend on the individual. And something that I think is quite interesting is you've got the classic 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon, and then the whole world of ultra, ultra running beyond that. But you can get creative with your own goals. You can, There's nothing saying you couldn't say, right, I'm going to target a time trial, and that's going to be a relatively unique distance. It might be 14 miles or 15 miles. Or, you know, <laughs> you, you can get creative with it. There are 20-mile events that are around out there. I think a lot of people, maybe most, register for these events in the lead-up to a marathon, but you don't necessarily have to. You know, there's lots of 30K kind of events around if you, if you, if you really look. So you can kind of – you can bridge the gap, is what I'm saying, between that half-marathon – classic half marathon distance to then going for a full marathon because it's significant the difference between oh yeah the two. you know bridge that gap i think is important joe i would say yeah and going back to um what the guys at pgc one coaching are saying um i think you know i think they're right we do have the great north run which is obviously you know again one of the other big iconic events um great south run slightly less you know not quite as big as, as london and, and the great north run but a big race Obviously, you've got more recently, we've had Vitality 10K in, in London, which is through central London, a really nice 10K, which is a, a big kind of, a, you know, a big atmosphere, that kind of buzzy crowd thing. Um, and I think, you know, I could, again, I've, I've taken part in those races and I've gone to see them and I think the buzz is great. But I think, you know, they are, for a start, they're quite difficult, you, you know, always, not always to, they can get quite sold out, it can be quite difficult to get into. But there are loads of other races in there. I think if you can mix and match and appreciate that not every race needs to be one of these massive races. There are lots of local races where, OK, you may not get crowds cheering you on. And sometimes it might feel you're running in front of one man and their dog. But on the other hand, they also can have really good atmosphere in those races. You know, you can get people kind of, uh, you know, like a local village race. Actually, you will get the people come out of their doors and support you. So I think there's, there's, it's a different kind of atmosphere. It's a different kind of race experience. But I think it's one that's worth trying. You know, don't write it off because it's a small event. I think that you can, you know, you, you just might find that you quite like the small kind of intimate nature of some of those events. So just experiment with different things. Widen your horizons away from these big high profile events they are what they are and they are amazing but there's other running experiences that you can have and then of course you know join a club because if you run for a club and you all turn up together to an event that in itself is a great experience that's really rewarding you know to all you know sort of turning out each not each week or whenever it might be for your local club as a team can just bring motivation so there's lots of other things that you can do there is a wider race calendar out there than just the big marathons yeah, yeah. It's a bit, I think it's being open-minded, isn't it? And these little races that you talk about, the ones that aren't perhaps as popular and a little quieter, I think there's lots to be said for those. You know, they've, they've got almost a nice kind of community feel to it. it. Logistically, it's a lot easier to not necessarily prepare for the event in terms of training, but on the day, you warm up if that's what, it, if that's what you do, can be quite close to the start time in theory. It's easier to put your bag wherever you want to put it. You know, there's not <laughs> hordes and hordes of people. Yes, you might struggle in the race or find it challenging that you don't have the crowds and the bands that you do in the likes of London, 
But actually, what's, what are you benefiting from there? Well, let's think about that for a second. You're benefiting some real mental toughness there because actually you got to delve deep into your uh, motivation bank to be able to keep pushing at the intensity that perhaps you're, you're aiming to push at. So there's a lot to be gained from these races. Easier to get in, easier to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly all for and that. I think as well that you can have, if, if times are what's important to you, you'll actually find you can sometimes have a faster run in those kind of races because it's not so crowded. I know countless runners that turned up to the Great North Run in London wanting to have a good race and then found that they couldn't start at the pace they wanted Sometimes that might be a good thing in terms of holding them back. But sometimes just the sheer numbers of people on the road in those big events mean that if you are looking for times, you're not going to, you know, you're not necessarily going to have the clear run in the big events that you might have elsewhere. So, you know, again, another benefit, um, you know, uh, Fred has just kind of backed me up on that. Yeah, sometimes there's too many people, particularly if you're a bit stuck further down the start line of the field. We've got chip timing now. That does help. Obviously, it's not like the old days when it took you 20 minutes to cross the start line even. But nonetheless, you can still find, even with the chip timing, you haven't got a clear road or you're zigzagging around people. So, um, you know, mix it up. Try some other things. I mean, we, we started this whole topic of, you know, do I have to run a marathon? And, and no, you, you don't have to run a marathon. I think, you know, one thing that I think makes people feel a little bit like this is the fact that marathon popularity has just grown and grown. It's a huge. I mean, you know, you, you, almost everything's a ballot now. You know, so you've got to really be up at midnight, click, right, I'm going to sign up for this race before it gets full. So that's great in so many reasons because people getting into the sport, more active, all that stuff. Um, but here's a question, Joe. Do you think that there's a cost? Do you think there's a bit of a risk here with the growing popularity in the sense that has that marathon distance lost a little bit of, maybe respect or consideration because of the magnitude of, of perhaps what it once was and now what it is. Do, do you think there's some people that view it as, oh, it's 26 miles, it's going to be quite easy for me to at least sign up and, and train for, people do it in six months. Do you think that has had an impact? What's your thoughts on that? I, I wasn't sure, when you asked the question, I wasn't sure what you meant. I thought at first you were saying, do I think it's less impressive to run a marathon because everybody does it isn't but no i do know what it takes um however do i think that people think it's easier to do not in a less respect but in, in more accessible i i suppose sometimes i do think people underestimate sometimes what it takes to train for a marathon um because because you see so many people of all, all shapes and sizes, all ages and backgrounds finishing the marathon. But I, I mean, I fundamentally love running and I love the fact that so many people, you know, it does bring so many people into running. And, and, and I just think that can't, you know, that can only be a good thing. Um, but I do sometimes think, yes, sometimes people underestimate what you need to do. And I often find I have had some runners who've, who've been runners for a while and then move up to the marathon and, and are a bit taken aback by you know, just things like that, you know, your long run as that builds up, it's not just the time it takes to do the long run. It's the fact that you spend all afternoon lying on the sofa, completely exhausted, trying to fend off your children who want you to do things when all you want to do is lie there. But, you know, that whole, you know, that fatigue I'm talking about, um, that, you you know, perhaps you don't get quite the same way with some of the other events because you're not doing such, you know, the, the endurance of, of the kind of long runs and things. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I still go back to this whole thing that, and, and um, 
uh, Caroline put on a comment there earlier about the fact that 10K is a distance designed by the devil. I think we sometimes actually the people can find that the five and 10K, for example, are much harder because the sheer intensity that you're trying to run, you know, which goes back to what we were saying that, you know, it's really hard to push yourself. Actually, we can all run slowly for a long time. <laughs> it's, you know, that in itself, I think, is much easier. But trying to run faster, albeit for a shorter period of time, is really hard. It's really painful. It's it makes your lungs it? hurt. It's, it, it's just go. There's no, you know, talking, there's quite a few people here saying, Bridget's saying, I actually find 5K harder than the long distance because I have to run faster. Exactly that. Yeah, it's over quicker. But actually, when you are in that moment, it's just go. You, you can't, you know dawdle or amble or set off slowly you know find your feet really you, you kind of just got to go for it especially if you're really chasing a time maybe you've got several races under your belt and you really you know the margins are small for you now in terms of uh, targeting times and pb so it can be quite a brutal distance um well distances the shorter stuff five ten k and do you know what is what suits you I, I think it's worth mentioning as well joe for those people that perhaps may have tuned into this or watched this on the repeat thinking, well, actually, I did, I'm never going to do a marathon. It's not for me. I think there are people like that that say, well, I just want to do five and 10 Ks or whatever. And that, that's my that's my bag. I think that's absolutely wicked. You know, you'd absolutely yeah. just do that for the rest of your life. However, <laughs> never say never. <laughs> never say <laughs> never. I've seen it so many times. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, when I get the message, but... thinking about signing up for a marathon. What do you think? I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. You bit the bullet. But that just comes back to the point <laughs> I started with, that love it like we do. Everything in the UK is totally skewed by the London Marathon. And I like to say, I love it, I love it, I love it. But it is just by the standard by which we will all be judged forever. And there's nothing we could do about it. <laughs> well, we're not putting you off the London Marathon, by the way. If you haven't done it, no, no. to get in. The ballot it is a very special race. I think I've done it five or six times. It was my first one. It is definitely a very special place in my heart. But that's what running's about, I think, in events. It's, it's what works for you, what resonates strongly with you. Interestingly, when I first started running and doing the marathon stuff, I wanted the event to be a big event for me. So I wanted to do the Berlins and the, 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 the Londons and, and events like that. And it wasn't just about the race itself. And I always used to say this, and it's still the case for me in... In, in the main, it's about the whole weekend, the weekend experience. I like when we are allowed to, going away for the weekend. I've done the Amsterdam Marathon a couple of times, you know, and it's not just about that Sunday morning for me, it's about the whole thing. So you've got to find what floats your boat, what resonates strongly with you, and then make your choices based on that. I uh, just want to mention here, Sports and Outsider are asking, does Farlick help uh, training for a long distance run? Absolutely, it does. We haven't got time to get into that in a deep dive <laughs> now, but we did cover Fartlek training in one of the we videos did. previously. I can't remember whether it was on my page or whether it was on Joe's page, Running Joe 10K, but it's certainly uh, on the podcast. So you can go and check out Running With Jake, the podcast, uh, search for that. And it's under a quick hit. So that will give you a bit of an insight into Fartlek training and how it might help you. Cool. Joe, anything else you want to add before I wrap yeah, up? Yeah, I just want to pick Friday? up on one last point that came in from PGC1 Coaching again. Yes, totally. Absolutely. Don't get me started on planning marathon schedules. <laughs> the key to a marathon, the key to any training is a well-planned, well-structured, responsive training plan that starts where you are, takes you through in a progressive way that, that's kind of carefully managed um, and brings you out at the end, Love hopefully, it. with the race. 
It's got to be fluid. It's not set in stone. It's not rigid. I said flexible. I said flexible. Oh, I didn't no. mean whether you could touch your toes or not. I meant responsive to how you're running. Yes, absolutely. And don't run a marathon every week. I mean, you can do if you really want to, but not if you really want to run really fast. I'm sure we <laughs> I'm going to be quiet now. Too. Quality over quantity. That's all I'm saying. That's where I'm coming from. <laughs> I'm sure we will get into marathon training at some point. That's obviously going to be a massive subject, especially lots of people, lots of you guys watching this, no doubt wanting to tackle ultra marathons. I know I certainly am, fingers crossed that they go ahead. So we will get into that. Lots of considerations in the difference between training for a spring and an ultra marathon, I feel. So that I reckon we should chalk that one up as a, as a topic. We should note that down, Joe. I think we need to tackle that at some point. Yes. It's Good warmer. Stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> right. That brings us to an end for a chat around. It's been a pleasure speaking to all of you. I can see my friend, uh, Runar Hammy, has just jumped on. Hello, Rob. We will be, I'm having a run with Rob this afternoon. I've, I've got, actually got a friend, Joe. I'm running with You've somebody. Got a friend. For the, <laughs> I've got another friend for the first time in <laughs> however long. I can't believe it. I'm very excited. Very, Are you trying excited. to say he's only joined this call to say, Jake, wind it up, mate. We're going for a run. Mate, where are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope I've got the timings right, to be honest. I hope I've got the timings right. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. We will be back here next week on Joe's page, Running Joe, Running Joe 10K. Make sure you give her a follow. All the chat around lives, Insta lives on Fridays at 12.30 become a podcast, as I mentioned. So just search Running with Jake on your podcast app. You can go and listen to that. But have a great weekend. Think about your goal and train appropriately. Train safe. Enjoy it. Thanks, Joe. I've got to go get my trainers on, man. I'm out of here. Have a good run. Take it easy. <laughs> that was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday. Or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.